0: credit i think very much about the democratic race for president who gets to be the nominee running against trump oh we haven't mentioned that much in uh recent days right and before we get to that and some no info on that here is a former nominee who went on to become president barack obama speaking in front of a group this week
1: this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff. I, you should get over that quickly. The world, the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. One danger I see among young people, particularly on college camps, is Malia and I talk about this. But I do get a sense sometimes now among certain young people, and this is accelerated by social media, there is this sense sometimes of the way of me making change is to be as judgmental as possible about other people. And that's enough. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or used the word wrong verb or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because, man, you see how woke I was? I called you out. <laughs> Let me get on TV, watch my show, watch Gronish. <laughs>
2: um,
1: you know, that's not, that's not activism. That, that's not bringing about change, you know, if, if, if all you're doing is casting stones, Uh, you know, you're you're probably
0: not going to get that far. I (laughs) actually said earlier, I said that guy couldn't get the nomination today. I think I'm wrong. I think he would be on the stage and he would pants the woke crowd, the bettos, and maybe the Elizabeth Warrens and those people so quickly. And the crowd would applaud and they'd just like, they'd be done with that whole angle. And he'd make Joe Biden look like an ancient halfwit. Yeah. Well, he'd have that whole lane. Yeah. So uh hey, yeah. I
3: really appreciate him saying that. I don't want to get past that too fast. That's really well said. That's a a smart guy with a conscience who understands the difference between uh, puritanism for self-gratification as opposed to having principles.
0: Now on the uh, the <laughs> the crowd that can run for president because Barack Obama cannot have a third term um yet you, you got uh at the top of the list one Elizabeth Warren at least for now. And there's this new uh, media thing out there. It's a newsletter, whatever, called The Dispatch. And they hired this guy named David French from the uh, National Review. We've had him on the air before, and he's a smart guy. But for whatever reason, well, I kind of know the reason. I I don't trust the French. He went to Harvard Law School. He was at Harvard Law School at the time when Elizabeth Warren was the admissions director, I think. He's been following her career for decades, and he's been compiling a dossier on all the problems with Elizabeth Warren. And he's really just... Eager to take her on if she's the nominee Wait with all a of her flaws. Now. And some of the things he's been talking about, and he regularly brings up the whole um intersectionality pretending to be indian thing right um uh that turned out to be phony in the in the cookbook which it turns out the the recipe she put in the cookbook was a f- fake recipe so i mean there's all just all kinds of problems with Ow chow was the name of the book jack <laughs> uh, the case that sums up elizabeth warren's flaws this is from the dispatch or uh, david french's column uh, this week for years i've been telling everyone who listened that warren's political biography is littered with landmines yes she's known for inflating claims of native american heritage but did you also know that she strangely enough claimed to be the first nursing mother to take the bar exam in the state of new jersey and i've heard her say that a number of times wow in front of cheering crowds a boston herald writer spoke to a new jersey judicial official who said there was no way to verify that claim women have been taking the new jersey bar exam since 1895 and the official was not aware their nursing habits were ever tracked and find it hard to believe that in all those gazillions of people over the last hundred plus years that have done it, that uh, she's the only one that was ever nursing. Yeah. Uh, you combine that with so she's got a couple of stories she'd been telling forever. I'm yeah. um, Native American. And um, oh, and he gets into the why that was such a big deal at Harvard at the time. They had come under some sort of somebody wrote an article or it was a study or whatever that pointed out they got no people of color. Yeah, they were and getting enormous. They at were the just time. really under. And 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 he said at Harvard he was at Harvard at the time, he said it was the only topic on campus. There were people in the in the quad every day, and people with signs and people screaming at each other. It was such a hot topic, and that's when they brought on Elizabeth Warren, the Native American, mm-hmm. to help have the first woman of color. Blah blah blah. Right. So, this, but she's been claiming that forever. She's been claiming forever that she got fired from her teaching job because she was visibly pregnant, which turned out not to be true. Somebody found the contract and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she's been claiming this that she uh, she was the first person to take the bar while uh, you know nursing. All those things are made-up stories just to inflate her personality. And that stuff works when you're running for Senate or you're just going around fundraising. But when you run for president, these things get elevated and they, they become a problem.
3: Right. Right. So I believe all of that. I believe it's true. I believe it will really hurt her candidacy. I also believe this. I believe that children are the future. That's controversial stuff. Hmm. This from Bloomberg. Joe Biden risks a humiliating third or fourth place finish in Iowa early next year, according to nearly a dozen senior Democrats in the state who attribute the prospect to what they see as a poorly organized operation that has failed to engage with voters and party leaders. So he, Malarkey. So
0: he'd finish behind Elizabeth, Bernie, and, and Buttigieg, perhaps. I can it's see that happening. It's entirely possible. This
3: idea is a bunch of malarkey. There are fewer than 100 days until the caucuses which is the only reason I'm making these words come out of my mouth. We're actually getting close enough that it's worth just at least a quick check-in. If you look at the state polls, the early state polls, Biden is behind in virtually all of them. South Carolina, the exception. Um, But if he is second place in Iowa and third in New Hampshire the whole electable thing collapses
0: well no that that's done that's completely done not just right. that's a bad sign Yeah, done you're done done yeah yeah like he exactly. can't run anymore so if he's already having fundraising problems so then then you have a collapsing biden
3: a stumbling unelectable uh, liz warren what will the democrats do then michael whose laughter might we hear echoing through the <laughs> land I just just, just did that because it's the day before Halloween. (laughs) Ah, my neck started sweating again. The (laughs) wicked witch of Chappaqua there. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. There are still days to go. But if you keep in mind that the Iowa caucuses, which aren't quite as caucusy as they used to be, but any primary and especially a caucus, because it's like a night long thing draws the hardest core of the hardcore are the hardest core of the hardcore big biden fans no they're fans of the radicals so wow joe biden second in one maybe fourth in the other yikes and I then, apologize for that then it's <laughs> president pete well, it's super maybe. wide open at that point yeah that'll be exciting you know, it's funny. We have one or two people who keep writing us emails. You can mail email us anytime. Mailbag at com. Mailbag at com. Guy keeps bringing up, guys, you won't talk about it. I don't know why. I think it's going to be a brokered convention. Because we're on
0: the take. What? A brokered convention. Mm.
3: Well, I remember all the brokered convention talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leading up to the Republican convention last time around. And we fell into it. And then, no, no, no. no. It's incredibly rare these days.
0: It would be exciting. I agree. We got this text. If you leave your rain barrel filled up, you can leave your straight razor that you banged on the curb in there to get <laughs> nice and rusty, which is a good tip. Why would it you make a difference? So you think you're going to be in a some sort of <laughs> blade fight with corn pop?
2: And step they they, those days you used to remember the straight razor, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in the rain barrel, get them rusty.
3: No, no, and that's to make sure corn
2: pop was a bad dude.
3: That we know. That's stipulated, counselor. Um, that's so you wouldn't leave a nice, clean knife wound on your opponent, but it would be an ugly, infected gash. That's why Joe Biden... Would leave his straight razor out by the rain barrel and bang it on the curb, which it is it makes a,
2: a difference. R- well, rougher I,
0: childhood uh, than I had. Um wow. he, I like the way he tells it with the tone of voice of nostalgia. Like it's remember when you used to collect box tops so you could get a yo yo. Remember, remember he when you same- used to play ball all day long with your buddies? It's the same tone of voice. Yeah, remember remember you- when we used to get into rusty bent razor fights. <laughs> <laughs> Irma
3: how can he be a uh, failure in Iowa? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's a relatable, you know, we yeah, can exactly.
3: all relate to it. Oh, that. yeah, those were the days, weren't they? Des Moines <laughs> is the rusty knife fight capital of America.
0: Oh, my God.
3: The slightest disagreement in anywhere in Iowa. Only one way to solve it. You, th- you think the best eggs in town are at O'Leary's? I think it's at uh, Janet's Diner. Janet's Diner? I ought to gash you with my rusty bent blade. Where's and my chain? I'm going to wrap it around your head. Right. But I'm going to wrap this <laughs> chain around your head. The gutters in Iowa aren't for the rain. They're for the blood. <laughs> I mean, constant knife fighting. Everybody knows it.
0: Oh, I just looked at the TV reminded once again there's a Game 7 in the World Series tonight. It doesn't get much better than
2: that. Not nope. a joke. <laughs>
3: We're kind of done with you, Joe. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win the game tonight, and neither does you. No, neither do you, and neither does any. I
0: sure would like a close game, though. Yes, yes, that's the one thing. The, the games have stayed close like through the middle innings, but there's been a lot of this team's on a roll. This team is not. Yeah. Hey, what's the whole hit a home run, carry the bat down to first base thing? Is that a new deal? No, uh, no. It's just it's it's dumb and gets into.
3: Baseball players and how they get butt hurt if anybody does anything that's show offy. Uh,
0: Those days are over, and, now they, and I like the new. I like the new stand there, <laughs> dance around. I I used to be against that, but I've changed my mind. Hit the home run, spin around, point B- to the crowd, flip your bat, grab two yeah, exactly. more, and juggle some bats as you're as you're jogging around the base path. You don't want me to do it. Keep me in the yard. Exactly. You I'm remember
3: when you used to go over to the wall and intentionally chip your bat? Then after you hit a home run, you'd stab the pitcher with it,
2: and he'd fall down bleeding. Those were good times. I said, you're kidding me.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: National nightmare is upon us. I keep thinking of Chuck Todd saying that on Meet the Press a couple of weeks ago. I don't I don't feel like I'm living in a national nightmare. maybe some of you do. I just just don't have that feeling. I remember, a national
1: nightmare is
3: upon us. I remember where when I didn't think Chuck Todd was an absolutely utter fool. Absolutely. I mean he is just a jackass. That's crazy
0: talk. A national nightmare is upon us. It's really not a nightmare.
3: You know what's not crazy talk is what Barack Obama said, that tape we played earlier, about being all woke and criticizing everybody for not speaking exactly right is not doing anybody any good. You're not an activist. You're not helping the world be a better place. Great example of this, a taco truck, Buffalo, New York, served lunch for workers outside the uh, ICE facility there. It did not take long for Twitter to come out against their move, with clients vowing to never eat their tacos again. The taco company put out an apology the next day, saying it was a mistake to have served Immigration Customs Enforcement workers. There was no excuse for their actions and acknowledging their ties with the local immigrant and refugee community. Then came the second wave of backlash. Why was a food truck apologizing for serving workers on their lunch break?
0: Or any customer that comes up and says, can I have a taco? Sure. Here's your taco. Here's your money. Right. ICE uh, Buffalo Field
3: Office Director Thomas Feely went so far as to call it discrimination against the facility workers. And he pointed out the men and, work, uh, men and women who work at the Buffalo Federal Detention Facility are detention officers, deportation officers, administrative support staff, doctors, nurses, judges, attorneys, and maintenance staff. Each and every one of them is entrusted with the safety, security, and care of the detainees here. We're just doing our jobs enforcing the laws passed by Congress. Just like we have for many presidents, we will not apologize for this, not even to a food truck that now chooses to discriminate against us. Beautiful example. Hey, woke witch hunters, woke Puritans who want nothing more than to show how pure you are to your fellow Puritans, let the friggin' taco truck serve the
0: tacos. Let people eat them and shut up. And then if this is important to you, organize in a way to try to affect your Congress people to vote a certain way on immigration policy. If that's your thing, but not giving tacos to the ice people is just stupid. So
3: after the backlash to the backlash, the co-founder said the intention was never to be political. We make tacos, not war. Uh, the co-owner and I want to fully and sincerely apologize for our past statement after our truck's visit to the federal detention facility, blah, blah, blah. Our statement was hastily made and we reacted too quickly to criticism we received for that visit. visit. I'm sure they will have to apologize for that apology as well.
0: I had a burrito just last night. Why are they so big? Even the small size is way bigger than I need. Americans are hogs, I guess so. including me. You know, Joe, Halloween's not the same in every country. Really? Yes. I'd assumed it was the same in every country. I have Halloween traditions around the world. Well, that's cool. For instance, the United States kids dress up in costumes, go knock on the door, say trick-or-treat, and then somebody puts candy in their basket. There's really not a lot of tricks going on, although when I was a kid, my grandpa used to guard the town. Bang
3: his straight razor against the (laughs) rain barrel, we know.
0: My grandpa in Beaconsfield, Iowa, his job was to guard the town outhouse, because miscreant high school kids would come by. And tip it over every Halloween. Honorable <laughs> of work. <Often, laughs> they assigned a guard to it. Yes, my grandfather was the guard. Wow, he would sit there with an adult there. Nobody was going to do anything to the the town outhouse. Do you not have a town outhouse? What kind of town do you live in? Um, but here are traditions around the world. Them
3: down because bums and junkies are occupying
0: them anyway. In Austria, it's all part of Silvester. I'm going to just make up how you pronounce these things. By the way, I don't sure. care. Or All Souls' Week. Ah. They leave bread and water out on the table and light a lamp to welcome and nourish the souls of the dead. I'd rather have candy corn. Delicious in Bolivia, candy corn. In Bolivia, during the Fiesta de la Natias, they decorate real skulls yes. with flowers, jewelry, hats, and glasses. Yes. So every family has a real skull it keeps in a drawer somewhere and oh, brings yeah. out once a year?
3: Throws on a Nationals cap and a pair of Ray-Bans. Grandpa. <laughs> I remember Where'd you Grandpa? get the skull? He loved
0: baseball. He used to guard the outhouse. I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> wow. Uh, in England, there's a superstition that a man or woman looking into a mirror in a dark room on Halloween will see the face of his or her future mate in the background. If they see a skull, that means they'll die before marrying. Wow. Well, that's cheery. I'd rather eat
3: Skittles. Excuse me. I'm off into the darkened bathroom to figure out whether I'm going to die. <laughs> alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs>
0: die alone and loveless. Right.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun holiday. <laughs> and while I'm in there, maybe I'll pee.
2: I got a few more of these. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got the latest on the California wildfire. Some good news, actually, and the power, uh, the ongoing power up outage. We're still sitting in the dark. And one other thing: the fatal heart attack rate, heart failure rate is soaring. So, what is I'm going sure on? there are too many rates
3: there. Yes. <laughs> what do you think of North Korea, Fornia?
0: That's pretty good. Too cumbersome? Yeah. No. It's pr- fairly accurate. Yeah. I've got some more Halloween traditions around the world, among other things to hit you with, uh, on the way. But we should get to news now with Marcia Phillips.
2: Well, we got uh, still over a million Californians without power as part of the utility company PG&E's forced shutdown of electricity to parts of 29 counties around the state. But firefighters are finally getting a better handle on the Kincaid Fire that's burning in the Northern California wine country. Cal Fire is saying containment doubled overnight to 30%. It grew a few hundred acres to just under 77,000, and the winds are beginning to calm, so Cal Fire says the 5,000 firefighters on the line should be able to start turning the corner on the week-old blaze later today. Meanwhile, you got a spokeswoman for the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library saying it is being protected by firefighters as a wind-driven wildfire burns nearby in the hills northwest of Los Angeles. So that is under attack, and they are fighting to keep the flames away.
3: Jack, Meanwhile- you've been there, haven't you? Yeah. Is it uh, defensible? Is it, is Boy, it, it encased by trees inches away from the structure? Or is there are broad lawns or what? I've never there are been.
0: broad lawns, but I'm a, I'm, I've been amazed at some of these fires and how they leap over, uh, you know, freeways and stuff like that. Yeah, the Free- embers can blow a mile. Or you just wouldn't right? think it'd be possible.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got a major story in the Wall Street Journal. Turns out the number of heart failure deaths in the U.S. is surging up almost 21% between 2011 and 2017. You know, Marshall, failure is
3: frequently just a doorway to future success.
0: It's Except your heart. Your heart.
3: Yeah, yeah that's, that's the exception.
2: What was that number again? That's a heck of a number. Up 21% between 2011 and 2017. Uh, what? Yes. It's being caused by a combination of the population getting older and the health of younger generations getting worse. And according to the Kaiser Permanente study, it's likely the death rates uh, will be uh, continuing to climb sharply in the years to come. You got to tease
0: those numbers out, though. You know the, the the statistical increase because we're an older population. Okay, that's one thing, and there's nothing you can do about it, right? Younger people skyrocketing in heart failure because of bad health. That's yep. that's a story. Yep. that's astounding. Human beings
3: are devolving. We have peaked. Certainly, as a society, we've peaked. I think we're now going backward. It's interesting having witnessed the peak and now managing the decline of a great nation. Yeah, they're saying in the study. I don't mean to be discouraging. You can still have a happy life and yeah. a successful life and the rest of it.
0: Or, ha- or have an unhappy life. Feel free. It's your
3: right. option. Well, am I to tell you what kind yeah. of life to have? But it's pretty clear that we are now in decline.
2: The study goes on to say while well, after decades of declining in middle aged people. Heart failure is slowly reversed itself so much, it is actually helping drive down U.S. life expectancy. It is getting to be that bad. Combination of obesity and diabetes in all ages, especially yeah. in the younger generation. Great oh. Scott. So, you know, I was thinking about this story when you were uh, talking again about should you tell a loved right. one they're fat? And you know, maybe at this point, you really do. Well, need it's to...
0: it's not a it's it's not a simple issue. Of course, you shouldn't. Right. I mean, if it if it greatly increases your chance of, for instance, heart failure, right? How do you not bring that up? We,
3: as a society, did a very effective job of uh, making people aware of the dangers of smoking, and it cut down smoking, cut down smoking deaths. Yes, is it time for a giant nationwide? Being overweight damages your health and can kill you ad campaign that you see everywhere. I don't know. Generally, they're terrible. I know when they tried it with drugs, it was laughable.
0: Maybe the thing is, instead of you're overweight, you shouldn't be overweight. It's the action. The action of smoking, the action of eating crappy fast food. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's what you say. Don't, you know, I don't think you should eat that. Yeah. It's not yeah. the same as your, if they interpret it as being, I'm a lazy slob with no self-control. Right. Yeah. Uh, when you say you're overweight, how about just don't eat that stuff? Right. Here's where
3: we get into uh, rocky ground. Number one, there are enormous corporate interests. I love McDonald's, by the way. At uh, Who will be weighing in on this discussion. Secondly, most of the government's nutritional information over the last 50 years has been crap. Lies! Right. It's been wrong, or it's been, you know, furnished by those who, who bribed them.
2: So, yeah. Hmm. Tough stuff. Get ready, my friends, for World Series Game 7 after yeah. the Woo-ha. Nationals bullpen and their bats caught fire yesterday.
3: And Rendon shoots one in the left. Back at the wall! Nationals. Now, here's part
0: of the problem. Verlander sucks. Oh, easy now. <laughs> that young man has
3: feelings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he can't get a World Series win. That's for sure. Nationals defeated the Astros 7-2 last night. They had really, really wonderful performances from Anthony uh, Rendon and Steven Strasburg in their 7-2 to win.
0: Well, you got, like, baseball players for beards and haircuts. They're really good <laughs> at that sort of thing.
2: And
3: increasingly being tatted up. Oh yeah, big giant Popeye arms, all tatted up. Yeah, I uh, tell you what, the, the winner of tonight's game is going to be yeah, I don't know, and neither does anybody else. This series has been insane. The home team losing every game
0: that can't possibly continue unless it does. You got to put Nolan Ryan out there if you're Houston. <laughs> really, Max Scherzer you so seen him in m- the crowd. He had his game face on. Oh, did he? Oh, he is ready to come out. I wouldn't. I'm ready cro- if you need me. How old is he now? It doesn't matter. 60. I, w- I wouldn't cross him.
2: No. Max Scherzer is going to be the uh, national starter tonight. He'll be going up against uh, Zach Grinke for the Astros. Oh, Nolan Ryan, if you don't know his
3: act, big old Texas boy, played in Texas for a lot of his career. He'd like he'd hit a batter, and the batter would come out and punch him. He'd just drop his glove and stand there like the big old <laughs> Texas boy is. Just As soon as you get here, don't run too fast, boy, because I don't want you out of breath when I whoop your ass. And then he would. Wow. <laughs>
2: Huffleburn. There you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So we got this text. I, I find this an interesting thing. This text, fat shaming
0: worked. Now we have to accept fat and all the lifestyle choices that lead to fatness and we're fatter than ever. Um, The whole shame thing, because the idea of making fun of somebody because they're overweight, I find abhorrent. I wouldn't do it. I would well, celebrities, but I mean in real life, right? Um, I-, I wouldn't do it. I don't let my kids do it. I wouldn't let some other kid do it to my kids. I, you know, I just—it's terrible. On the other hand, shame kept a lot of things in check for a long time. Oh yeah, shame,
3: shame is a positive.
0: Public ridicule, shame, 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 shame. So I don't know where you find the sweet spot in there.
3: Yeah, well, you'd like to think it could be gentle and helpful and not hurtful and bitter. But, I don't know, humanity's not so great at that. No. I remember, there were a couple of critical moments in my own thinking about eating. One of them was, was it 60 Minutes that did that story on these laboratories that exist? Yeah, yeah. That design the chemicals that make your food taste like whatever. There's no onion in your onion uh, mustard and onion pretzels that I love so much. That's a chemical
0: or look and at Doritos they're the best you. example right exactly it's a whole just a variety of chemicals. It's
3: chemicals that are designed to give you an intense sensation of a delicious taste then but they go away very quickly so that you are driven to eat right more of it very quickly right.
0: real food has a lasting uh, taste and sensation and everything like that, so you don't eat as much. And they figured out, okay, we can trick the brain. The brain has been evolving for hundreds of thousands of years into eating more Mm -hmm. than it normally would by making the taste disappear quickly.
3: So you have giant corporations investing uh, astounding amounts of money and employing really, really smart chemists in trying to get you to overeat. And then you have the explosion of of ready, you know, at the ready, right at your fingertips, really yummy food that's just nutritionally indefensible. And it's everywhere all the time now. From, you know, people talk about fast food, fast food, but walk down your supermarket uh, frozen food or refrigerated aisle. Look at all the, you know, hot pockety stuff and all the convenience foods. All you do is pop it in the microwave. Delicious. All of that stuff is delicious. It's so good, but it's and, indefensible from a biological point of view. Right. And it's everywhere. Plus, we're, we're, we have so many opportunities for amusement. We're not going to take a slow, dull hour to get a meal together. And, you know, it's all come together in this unholy effort to make us eat poorly for profit. And, uh, you know, w- once you realize you're being manipulated... Maybe that's, maybe it's just me and my personality. But once I realized, oh, they're making a jackass out of me and a fat jackass out of me. You fat jackass. For their, well, who among you who knows me would dispute that? (laughs) I wouldn't. Once, (laughs) once I realized I was their
0: dupe. I said, I'm not going to be their dupe anymore. It's amazing to me on on that stuff that's designed to trick your brain. If I don't eat a potato chip, I have almost zero craving for one. Right. So I just got to not eat them ever. Right. Because if I eat one, man, it's, right. it's, it's, it's you know, yeah. but you just can't eat, you just eat one. That was a funny slogan in the 70s or whenever that was. Well, now, you know, as a bunch of chemists and psychologists right. getting together on a right. way to trick your evolved brain. Can you imagine if Marlboro ran commercials
3: saying Bet you can't just smoke one pack.
0: <laughs> I mean, that would be as... Because we've made him highly addictive. <laughs> and it will kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's not that funny when you look at it. Happy that way. Halloween. No, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Halloween, Joe, I've got Halloween traditions from other countries around the world. I I can't wait to hear these. I've been enjoying them thoroughly. We should probably check in briefly on almost all this. as thoroughly as a nice big handful of candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> you. We should also check in briefly, I suppose, where we are on impeachment. If you haven't been following that, and I barely have been. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: A few more of the Halloween tra- traditions from around the world, which have been kind of entertaining. Um, also, we should get to the, uh, might be next hour, if you don't get next hour of the Armstrong and Getty show. I feel for you deeply. Well, we should talk about that Southwest pilot who put a camera in the bathroom and had an iPad sitting there in front of his joystick. <laughs> Do you pardon the expression? I will not. Pilot at Southwest would fly the plane looking at his iPad screen to look at people going to the bathroom. He put a camera in there. I got more on that coming up, but just... Boy, what? is that nutty. What? Yeah. I mean, the evil's clear, but the nuttiness is astounding. But a little update on uh, impeachment. I'm not following impeachment that closely for reasons that I've stated. Well, number one, it's not impeachment. That'd be a good point right there. Um, I'm going to wait until there's there's more when we get further along before I start getting into the, the, the granular granular details. And then you've also got the the same crowd that is every day saying, Oh, the damaging day for the president today. This is the day. I've been hearing that now for, what, two, three years from the same people, and it didn't turn out to be anything, so I'm not going to do it again. NPR
3: yesterday called the, or today called yesterday's testimony devastating. Well, maybe it was,
0: but you've said that before.
3: No, it it wasn't. You said that about various
0: (laughs) people during the Russian thing, and you know, so whatever. But, and I also would just like to point out, the Wall Street Journal, their editorial board, Foreign Influence and Double Standards... Democrats deplore Trump on Ukraine, but not Clinton in 2016. The editorial board at the Wall Street Journal making the argument that Clinton did the same thing uh, with the Fusion GPS. No, you know, read it or don't. But I'm just my only point is it's not just Rudy Giuliani and Sean Hannity that are making an argument that this is either not impeachable or uh, the Democrats did the same thing or whatever. You've got the editorial board at the Wall Street Journal. They don't even like Trump at the Wall Street Journal you got law professors writing this column over the weekend. The impeachment subverts the Constitution. Law professors at major universities. So it's not just Rudy Giuliani and Sean Hannity defending the president. Right. It's not cut and dry. And I'm not sure you would know that if you just took in corporate media. Anyway, back to Halloween, because I find that more enjoyable.
3: By the way, there's a group of witches in the D.C. area that's asking the president to stop using the term witch hunt. I things. don't know if you're serious or not. Uh, oh, I'm I'm absolutely serious. Uh, they say witches are getting a bad rap these days, and victims of witch hunts were typically the most vulnerable members of society, and not its most powerful.
0: I listened to a podcast about witch hunts the other day. I don't even, seriously. I don't know how I ended huh? up on this. It was just kind of one of those random got suggested from something else. It was a history thing, and it had to do with the invention of the printing press, and uh, and 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 it fits in with the the modern age. Of information just being disseminated so quickly, nobody could get a handle on what was real and what was not. Hmm. Uh, With the internet and then the printing press back in the day, and pamphlets became a thing, and somebody would roll through some village selling pamphlets, and people were so eager for any information because they had zero information. They would buy these pamphlets, and you could make a gazillion dollars, and it became very clear very quickly that the wilder the claims in your pamphlet, does this sound familiar at all oh boy, to cable news or newspapers, the wilder the claims in your pamphlet, the more you would sell than the guy who had kind of a toned down version and said, weather's fine, looks like we've got the plague under control, right. barbarians are not at the gate, Things there are, are no witches. Nobody's going to buy that pamphlet, they're going to buy your pamphlet. Anyway, that's how the whole witch hunts of that era got going around Sixty thousand people died as a result of the witch hunts. Wow. 60,000 in gruesome ways. Yeah, no kidding. That's something.
3: Wow, that is something. Doesn't that just say it all? Yeah. Human nature is unchanging.
0: Well, I'll stay on this topic just because it's so interesting. So the the, the, the arc of that story is what I hope is going to happen here. Eventually, people caught on. Wait a second. That's the same guy that came through. Last year with the pamphlets that claimed, you know, the end times were here. Mm. I'm not falling for that again. Right. And they stopped paying attention to the people and eventually some believable, solid journalists. They didn't have that term yet. But people who, you know, it turns out what Jim says is true most of right. the time. I'm going to buy his pamphlets. That right. won out. But it took a, took decades for that to, 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 to work itself out. It wasn't demons
3: fouling it down well. It was old man Jones pooping in it. <laughs> Perfectly
0: reasonable explanation <laughs> Let's hang old man Jones. It's truly really kind of fascinating if you think about it. the whole uh, not old man Jones, but the <laughs> dissemination of false information and people getting excited about it and then yeah,
3: I- incredibly troubling yeah and we're yeah. idiots not to join in on it
0: uh, honestly probably If it bleeds, it leads has, has been popular really since day one of journalism. Of, of communicating. Of communicating. They don't celebrate Halloween the same way all over the world, Joe. They don't? No. My kids will knock on doors and say trick-or-treat. Their little costumes. Both of them going with scary this year as a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. These as are you, scary times. Well, I think it's a, you transition, especially as a boy, out of, uh, like, Paw Patrol and that sort of stuff. Sure. Kind of cute and fun and cuddly, too. You want to be frightening. To watching Chuck Todd, who tells us we're in the midst of a national nightmare. Like, my youngest has got some sort of, like, he's... he's well, he looks like a serial killer from one of those movies. He's got a scary mask and a ripped-up plaid sir- shirt and a big, like, side blade thing. Oh, boy. And, uh yeah, pretty funny. Pretty Not friendly. good. I mean, his, his brother, similar sort of thing. Is the pillowcase still a, a popular candy sack, or is there, like, state-regulated neon-striping <laughs> stuff that you need to give your kids You'd now? You'd be shaming people who don't have pillowcases. Right. Uh, no, well, my kids wow. use a plastic pumpkin that they carry around okay. with a little handle. Oh, classic. That too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, classic. In England, we already mentioned this one, what I want to mention again, there is a superstition on Halloween that a man or a woman looking into a mirror in a dark room on Halloween will see the face of his or her future mate in the background. But if they see a skull, that means they'll die before marrying. Mm. What a fun tradition. That's cherry. How'd it go? I'm going to die alone. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry to hear that.
3: Happy Halloween. <laughs> anyway.
0: In Germany, Germans hide their knives on Halloween so that the returning souls don't accidentally cut themselves. Cut themselves? Or others. Freaking crazy Germans cut themselves because ghosts don't know how to cut stuff. Ghosts don't bleed, Germans. Ask a German. (laughs) Wow. In Norway, folks in Norway use Halloween as an excuse to visit haunted places, like the cathedral in Trondheim, which is said to be haunted by a spectral monk. All right. Spectral monks. Open
3: for fish for an entire tour. Oh, my God. I'm surprised they didn't get bigger. They were really good.
0: Oh, yeah. And they only yeah. play music from Thelonious Monk. Exactly. Which pretty interesting. <laughs> yep. Um, it's their gimmick. In Portugal, my kids would hate this. Oh, boy. On Dia das Bruxas, or Day of Witches, children go trick-or-treating, but they ask for bread instead of candy. Wow. <laughs> Here's some nice bread, kids. <laughs> Here's a slice oh. of Wonder Bread. Oh, goody. Can I just stay home next year? <laughs> I got bread at the last house too. Now I have lots of bread. Oh good, marble rye. <laughs> I've got a whole loaf. Uh in Romania they don't celebrate Halloween in October, but on May twenty sixth they celebrate Dracula Day. <laughs> with the fictional character based on a fifteenth century Romanian ruler Prince Vlad the Third, known as Vlad the Impaler. I don't know how you celebrate That's almost entirely
3: a publicity stunt, isn't it? Just to get the tourists riled up? Sounds like Or to
0: show up. In Singapore, Halloween is just a giant party with clubs, pubs, markets, and theme parks using it as an excuse to throw horror-themed giant parties, which we've kind of adopted for people over the age of 21.
3: I kind of like the Mexican vibe of just remembering those that have passed in a loving way. I like handing out
0: bread to children. (laughs) I think that sounds fantastic. Go
3: ahead. (laughs)